Well-trained teams are one of the foundations of a successful business. But that can be challenging, especially in businesses where frontline teams have to keep up to date on a vast amount of new products, or in companies where team members need to be knowledgeable about products or services that are complex or very technical. In the old days, companies would send people to training sessions or courses, some of which lasted days or even weeks. That's no longer a viable option for most companies. Fortunately, this is being replaced by innovations in online learning, the most recent and user-friendly being learning apps that enable team members to study anywhere at any time. I'm Jane Singer, and thank you for taking the time to join me here on The Seat at the Table, where we talk to leading executives, entrepreneurs, and innovators who share their insights, experience, and outlook on business, technology, and leadership. It's wonderful to have you as part of our international community that now includes industry professionals like you in over 100 countries. Today I'm speaking with Darren Winterford, CEO and founder of EdApp, a learning app that's helping B2C and B2B companies empower their teams through easy-to-use training interfaces. Darren's a pioneer in the micro-learning space, and with the current focus on the democratization of learning, EdApp, together with the United Nations, have launched Educate All, an initiative to increase access to free, high-quality, and impactful education around the world. In this episode of A Seat at the Table, Darren talks about how mobile apps are an easy-to-use driver of more educated teams, how using micro-learning can keep colleagues up-to-date in real-time, and how to use learning apps to make training easier and more engaging. Before we get started, if you're a supply chain executive who'd like to finally put an end to information overload and get a concise, fact-based summary of key market developments and shifts, as well as sharp insights as to what's likely to impact sourcing in the coming months, then the current situation in sourcing is exactly what you're looking for. To learn more, head on over to thecurrentsituation.net. That's thecurrentsituation.net, where you can get all of the details. I'll also put the links in the show notes for this episode. Now let's sit down with Darren and find out how we can help our teams supercharge their skills and product knowledge. I'm really happy to have you on the show, Darren, because I think what you're working on and the services that you're providing are really interesting, particularly now that we've been involved in this environment where you have work from home, you have work from anywhere, Mm -hmm. you have a lot more Mm -hmm. of the need to be able to to communicate effectively with people more in a way to train, right? People to get people on board. And I think that's been a very big challenge for people throughout this pandemic. Perhaps we could start by you explaining what you're doing with EdApp. Yeah, sure. So essentially we saw probably around six or seven years ago that workplace learning is particularly broken and Mm. For most, for most of us, we sort of can easily recognize when we've been asked to take some online training that really fails to live up to our expectations, or in many cases it does because we expect it to be dull, boring, tedious, and, you know, overly complicated and lengthy. Yeah. And what we saw was that media consumption had really shifted to mobile devices and yet we didn't really have a fantastic method that we could see out there for taking learning on a device. And around the same time, we found a, a group of academics that were talking about a concept called micro-learning. Mm. And the idea was that 
in consuming information, not just in smaller chunks, but in breaking up subjects into concise areas and then reinforcing that over time, you are able to get a much better result in terms of knowledge retention. And what we have done is really put the two together where you have the ability that a smartphone gives you, which is convenience, to be able to pull something out of your pocket and do a piece of workplace learning every day or at a higher frequency, it might be a couple of times a week, and have a much better result than if you are sitting down for a 90-minute session, you know, on a Friday afternoon, whether that be at home or in a dark room at work. And what we found was that the best way I think to talk about it is imagine going to the gym for three 20-minute sessions a week or going for 60 minutes on a Saturday. Right. You are definitely going to see the increased results from going three times a week or we get shorter sessions. And that's a very easy way to think about our product. And so essentially we've enabled some of the largest companies in the world to transform their workplace learning to say, okay, well, rather than roll out large, clunky programs on traditional what we call LMSs, learning management systems, let's use the mobile device, which is in everybody's pocket, to be able to take that learning, distill it down, and break it up into into smaller chunks. And in some cases, it is a replacement for classroom. In others, it's not. But it works particularly well where you have, you know, I would say a centre and then particularly what we say deskless workers, people around the world that might be at a distance from the centre. So in the fashion world, for example, I could talk about, say, the Richmond brand Dunhill. Everyone will know the house of Dunhill. They use our product out of London. So they would they teach all of their retail executives, anyone that works in their part of the fashion world, on product drops, anything to do with new product, how to service customers, et cetera. And they do that all around the world simply by those people logging on to EdUp and doing that learning on their mobile device. And we're even able to get them into places like China. So they can have where all of the growth is for, you know, luxury brands. They can have basically Chinese retail staff being able to take learning on their mobile device. All those analytics are being passed back up to the center so they can see progression, et cetera. They can look at where they need to target, all of that sort of thing. Wow, that's so interesting. And, you know, you're so right on the fact that it is easier for people to learn and to retain, for most people at least, in, sm in small chunks. Certainly, it's, it's less off-putting when someone says you just need to spend 10 minutes or 20 minutes as opposed to you got a three-hour course that you got to sit through. So I, I think yeah. that's really, that you really capture the essence of what it takes to for effective learning for most people nowadays. Definitely. And it's been adopted by the fashion industry almost en masse, particularly in retail, really large operations like Tommy Bahama, for example. I think they have about 150 or 160 stores globally. Um, again, all of those employees in that store will be trained using EdUp on a regular basis. And there you're talking about weekly. So if you're walking into Tommy Bahama anywhere in the world, whether it be, you know, Waikiki or or Wollongong, you're going to get the same experience and that those people have been trained using your platform.
Wow, that's really good. And especially now people mm. also have to learn so many technical things. There's so many things yep. that are that are coming up, whether it be on the compliance side of things or all the digitization where people have to start learning new systems. So they're really Correct. we're really in an age where what people need to learn has has grown exponentially, right? But maybe yep. 100%, 100%. 20 years ago, right? People just had had less new things that they had to constantly be up to speed on. So I, I yeah. think that... Yeah. And sometimes I think one thing we've learned is the mobile device allows external parties to talk to you as well. Traditionally, this knowledge has been locked up within organisations, within these LMSs. And what we've done is just, be, you know, the mobile device and, and our ability um, with our authoring tool just enables people to put together those micro lessons with ease it takes video etc cetera, etc cetera, and they can then go and have a talk to a distributor a supplier a retailer and say okay we would like this learning to be distributed out amongst your particular field force amongst your salespeople, amongst the you know your sales clerks um, and that uh, and that can happen with ease and that's again thanks to thanks to the mobile device Right. So this is custom built for mobile or is this a mobile or desktop solution? It's mobile or desktop, but the way we talk about it is we, we think about it mobile first. Okay. And what that means is, you know, we the tool that within EdApp that companies use to put together the training is primarily designed to feel and engage the learner on mobile, you know, in a really unique way. And so we try and make sure that the interactions, that the engagement around it is mobile first, but on a desktop, it'll still feel a fantastic experience. But the big difference to us versus other platforms is we're, we're really trying to think about mobile. And I'll give you some examples. When we think about how we alert people that there's new courseware, we'll think about a push notification as opposed to email. Right. When people are, when people are looking at the, at the, at the, the questions, for example, if they're getting some areas wrong, we'll use the haptic on the phone to give that feedback as well as an incorrect answer. We will use gamification concepts. It's possible to earn points, for example, on the system that's all set up by the workplace that's chosen to use it. And all of those things lend themselves seamlessly to a mobile device in a way that that doesn't on desktop. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's really an interesting sort of approach to learning. Now, from the point of view of the company that's creating the actual learning sure. or the or the educational uh, units, mm -hmm. how do they do that? I mean, do they, what do they need to do on their side? I mean, obviously you have to develop the information that you yeah. want to share, but if you need to sure. go from, okay, I want to teach people about this, now how do I yeah. actually create, whether it be, you know, videos or other sure. other things how do they do that sure sure so if you think about a, a really simple content platform like canva or anything like that it's in a very okay. similar fashion to that it's simply web-based they go to edup.com they open an account and they're able to start putting together micro lessons using series of templates that we've put okay. together so you don't start from a blank page right and likewise we have a whole bunch of of course library material i think it's about a thousand courses that you're able to drag into your account and then just edit you can rebrand and not start from scratch and take the best parts of what you're seeing 
and edit it. So there's a number of ways for you to, to get started without having to, as I say, start from scratch. But most people, again, they might, we have a PowerPoint converter. So you can simply, if you've got some material in PowerPoint, you can upload that and, and our engine will do the best to, to break it up into micro lessons for you. And then you can go in and fill in some of the, the blanks and give it a bit of polish. Um, and then for, for some clients where we know, you know, medium sized businesses may not have that resource. If they send us the PowerPoint or PDF or whatever their training material currently is in, we'll even have one of our authoring teams have a look at converting it for them. Wow, that's really great. I mean, I think that anything that starts from a template saves people a massive amount of time because I know myself, anything that I have to do that I'm starting as a brand new, something I've never done before, that that Mm -hmm. blank piece of paper or that blank screen is just such a barrier to getting anything done. And even if the template is something that you end up modifying so much ultimately that it doesn't look anything like the original, the fact that you had a jumping off point, you had a framework to get started That's is, right. is yep. just an unbelievable opportunity to get over a hurdle. So I, I think that's, that's right. great that you're that you're able to do that and that you go in and you got, okay, start with these templates and then modify it. That's right. Now from the point of view of the person who is receiving the education, does the company need to sort of subscribe to a service and have seats per per user? Or, I mean, how does the, what you might call the client side of the app work? Yeah, so basically, if you're a part of the organization, or if you are a part of that group, you'd be invited. So the person putting together the authoring constructs their course, and they then send out a link to join and to and to subscribe, as you say, to that course. Once the learner does that, they then sign up to the notifications, etc., and they will complete that courseware over time. And then, you know, depending upon the options the um, the admin took, there's there's certifications, there's micro credentials, there's the opportunity to jump into other courseware, there's refresher courseware, all of that sort of thing. So, as a as a learner, as we call them, the experience is is led by the organization inviting them and they're able to then you know complete that course that's assigned to them by that admin so they do they need to download an app in order to to watch this or is it browser based or i mean how does that work it's it's, yeah it's recommended they do download the app but it still works off a browser as you said it'll work perfectly on the desktop you can also take it on your mobile browser but they will get a notification to say hey download the app it's a wonderful experience because when you do download the app you then receive the notifications for the reminders and everything else so it's a better experience within the app for sure okay so you do have the two options though you got it yeah, I, I think that's really an interesting way to do it. And, and having that flexibility, of course, is important, particularly, you know, when you're talking about if you, if you do have a very wide employee base that you have to reach that may be located mm-hmm. in different parts of the world and that have different capabilities, right, in terms of the devices mm-hmm. they have and, you know, compatibility and so forth. So I think the fact that yeah. you can do it either way is really good. Yeah, some, some of our largest clients, I guess, have learning cohorts of maybe 27,000 users. So some of the groups can get quite big, you know, particularly when we start talking about some of the multinationals. Now, are these lessons also archived in a library or is it more or less like alerts that are just sent out on a push 
kind of a basis, like here it is now, do it now? Or are, is there also other things that, that people could be building up sort of this archive or library for people to be able to refer back to? Yeah, so organisations will have their sort of workspace and that is their account in which everything they create, you know, remains. Okay. So it's very much about building up a large knowledge library. And, and again, talking about some of our largest customers, they'll have thousands of courses within the EDAP library that they've made into microlearning. Okay. Yeah, I, th I think that's really very important. Now, when you're looking at sort of learning management or sort of distance learning, what mm -hmm. do you see as the future? In other words, you've, you've done a huge amount here with EDAP and revolutionizing yep. sort of the way that people are able to to consume information or learning and in the way in which they're able to interact. What might be mm -hmm. next? Are there new things that are under development? Yeah, I mean, everyone in the mobile space is obviously watching, I would say, Meta. And, okay. you know, just, just how far we're going to go in, in relation to augmented reality. And, and if we think about one of our largest use cases on the platform across many companies is onboarding and onboarding new employees. And a lot of that happens before they, they take place, before they, you know, take a step into right. the workplace. And those workplaces can look very different. They can be, you know, factories in Asia. They can be retail stores in, in Sydney or Stockholm. So the environments are always different, but we do have a particular strength in operations, in retail, in automotive and these types of industries. And, and they do lend themselves to some sort of experience. Right. If someone can step into an augmented reality and be able to, uh, you know, receive a, a much stronger visual signal around what it is they're going to be doing, particularly if we talk about onboarding. So I do think we're looking for some economies of scale in in that metaverse and to see what that could look like. Um, and particularly that makes sense, not just, as I say, in an operational sense, but even in white collar training, there, there could be some very interesting plays there. So that's something we're particularly, you know, watching out for and making the first, first pieces of research on, on what that might look like to think about the glass or whatever, whatever that device will be that goes along with your smartphone or laptop in, you know, the next three to five years. And I think that's probably the, the, the largest development we're going to see right across the learning space. Wow. That's so exciting. And I think that right now the challenge of being able to onboard people is probably one of the biggest hurdles that companies mm -hmm. face across all industries. Be able to keep existing um, employees up to speed on learning, of course, is always a need. But the onboarding mm -hmm. of someone who's new is just so challenging when that person isn't sitting there with you that anything that you can do to make it easier is, is certainly very welcome. Yeah, I think it's something that we've heard a lot from our existing customers on, on how EdUp currently makes their life easier. And, and this was before, honestly, the pandemic. This was simply about where you have a very high turnover of employees and you need people to be, you know, particularly in an operational sense by a first or second shift, you know, particularly if we're talking about fashion retail, turnover is quite high. But, but in the same way, things are moving very fast in the fast fashion space. You know, a lot of the online retailers, things are, are changing very quickly and they need to have a way to be able to keep up that continual employee engagement and and understanding and and i think um you know we've really had a big impact there wow 
Well, Darren, you've shared so many interesting things here. How can people connect with you? Where can they learn more about EdApp? So edapp.com is probably the best place to have a look at the product and it's a freemium tool. And what that means is that you're able to use it even with an unlimited audience absolutely for free. It's only if you need some of our enterprise features that you will have to get out your credit card or, or talk to our enterprise sales team. So I'd encourage anyone to have a look at the product. Otherwise, you can connect with me. The best place is on LinkedIn. Um, I'm fairly active and have a fairly active network there. So Darren Winterford on LinkedIn or edapp. On, on LinkedIn as well is fairly active. So um, yeah, encourage any of your, anyone listening to reach out if they have any interest in how they can think about learning, particularly learning in fashion. As I say, we have quite a lot of experience with some of the largest global players in the world. So we're able to really be able to be a consultant as well as a software platform when it comes to how to train employees and, and spread information throughout the industry. Wow, that's really so important, particularly now. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I really appreciate everything that you've shared. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to A Seat at the Table. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something from it, I'd love to hear about it. Your feedback powers this show. If you'd like to support the show, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, share episodes you found valuable on LinkedIn or other social media and call out your biggest insight or takeaway from the program. And don't forget to tag me, Jane Singer. I love seeing which episodes you liked best. And if you have time, please leave a review on any of the major podcast channels. Also, don't forget to check out our website, seatpodcast.com. That's S-E-A-T podcast.com. You'll find all kinds of bonus content there, including free eBooks discounts on apps and other products, as well as a preview of upcoming podcast episodes. You can also send a message with any thoughts, feedback, or suggestions there. And yes, I will read them. Thank you for joining me today and supporting the show. I'm Jane Singer, and I'll see you in our next episode of A Seat at the Table.